It's time to take a deep breath. Whether you're driving or sitting back relaxing, please welcome Lexi and Michelle. Welcome to the Deep Breath Podcast with Lexi and Michelle. So first off, or maybe it's second off since we just welcomed you, uh, take a slow and easy breath together. And notice when you exhale, and as you exhale, think about releasing all the air in your belly and your lungs. Take another inhale and let your exhale be a little extra long. And let it bring you here into this place with us, where Michelle and I have hoped to create a space to anchor you, to anchor your soul, to be present with us and with each other. Well, hi, Michelle. Hi, Lexi. Hi, friends. (laughs) Hi, friends. Well, here we are. This will be our last episode to chat about the book, The Gift of Wonder by Christine Sign. This is it. Yeah, here we are already. Look at that. A whole book. <laughs> a whole a whole book. We did this together, you and I, which is so timely. We've talked about mm-hmm. that. And we've also talked about how we've done this in community outside of podcasting, which we're actually trying to create community with our podcasting. So that has been a goal that we've actually reached, Michelle. Yeah, we've really done special. That. Yes, we have. I'm so excited. Me too. It's been really, really great. And stay tuned because we will have a really special episode coming up where we get to interview Christine Sign. We're going to have lunch with her and chat about this book. Um, And I hope just about her life and who she is because I'm super curious. I admire who she is through her writing. So yeah, we feel so bonded like we've already met her, but it's going to be so fun to meet her in person and share that with everyone. Yeah, Mm -hmm. can't wait for that. So before we get there, we've got chapter 13 and 14 we want to talk about today. Mm-hmm. Um, chapter 13, Michelle, you want to jump in? Yeah, she's talking about the radical hospitality mm-hmm. of God. And, um, you know, some of this is uh, the book was written pre-COVID. And so Lexi and I were like, hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. inviting strangers <laughs> into your home is... <laughs> It's not going to happen right now. <laughs> so like mm-hmm. you're, bar- you're barely inviting friends into your house. Mm-hmm. I mean, most people. Mm-hmm. So we, we were just kind of having a chat before recording about what what does that look like in yeah. today's world? And um, I think this might, a couple of things might set us up well for this discussion. Um, let me read one of her quotes here. Mm-hmm. She said, there's no better place to learn to listen not to the answers in our own heads, but to the unsettling questions others ask than when sitting relaxed and comfortable around a table sharing a meal. Mm-hmm. Hospitality is about listening to the voice of God with compassion entering our world. And it is in the place of listening that change can begin for all of us. Again, this theme of looking mm-hmm. at how we welcome a child. So she brings, these are all playful practices. So kids are in this book a lot, mm-hmm. which we love. Mm-hmm. And this, this practice of how do you welcome a child? And I was thinking about that. If I'm just meeting a child or like if one of my neighbor kids runs up to me, I'm normally going to take this posture of bending down a little bit. If they're, you know, smaller, mm-hmm. I'm going to mm-hmm. use a softer voice 
and I'm going to be curious. I'm going to ask them, what is that? Or what are you showing me? Or what do you want to say? And, and there's this posture that I would take with the child that I may not take with a stranger or, or other Mm -hmm. people. And so we were just kind of talking about, I wonder if hospitality in this time we're living in where she's talking about, you know, sitting down at a table with even your enemies and watching by and all of that. What if that means taking a posture of listening as an act of hospitality and listening to even those who disagree with us or who we may not even really, to be honest, mm-hmm. like really want to be around? Like what if mm-hmm. hospitality looks like that? Um, it's just a curious question, I guess, that we're exploring with you today. I don't really have a big answer. Well, I, I think what, I mean, I want you to say it again, or I'll try to say it too, mm-hmm. is that hospitality in the context of our world right now, could it mean, mm-hmm. and you and I landed on a place of an agreement, to us it could mean listening well. Yeah. And that the real challenge when we're talking about maybe what she's bringing up about the stranger. So therefore somebody who is outside of our um, circle that the circle where we all think in the same way, like mindedness, yeah. <laughs> right? So maybe calling that the stranger, not, I mean, enemy is a really strong mm-hmm. word, but somebody who doesn't right. necessarily agree with us can't, can we consider hospitality being just the, just the act of the compassion of listening? Cause I think there's a lot of people that are not feeling heard right now yeah. and that that's possibly what's continuing to perpetuate so much division, divisiveness. Mm-hmm. So, um, so much, um, unable to hear is because they also don't feel like people aren't feeling listened to and so you get defensive right so what I was when we were talking about this I was like oh yeah can I consider being a host to a conversation how what would a good host do Mm -hmm. well I would I wouldn't be defensive I would ask questions I would be curious you bring out with the kids too that's a great way to frame it is with it be defensive with a child I would be curious and ask questions and be willing to just listen, not asking questions with an ulterior motive to set them up for something, you know, just listening, just being curious, letting them and and meaning it. Yeah. You know, meaning it like I want to hear. You know what else you might not do is I just had the thought you wouldn't like get down in their face and start telling them your viewpoint in a strong, adamant way. You know what I mean? Like you, you might have an opinion and and it's great, I think, to Um, uh have an open dialogue like we talked in our episode about disagreeing with grace. But this, Uh this kind of hospitality feels to me like our world is so set up right now for a place where someone can come with a differing view and a differing opinion and one that you actually just don't agree with. And yet they would Mm -hmm. feel welcome. Right. They would feel welcome. Mm -hmm. Is that possible? Is that what, is that the kind of hospitality that Jesus would ask from us right now? I think so. I absolutely do think that it's possible. I I'm not doing it perfectly, but I do feel like I'm, I'm living that things feel very turned up in different areas of my life. And I want to be present to the fact that I have an opinion, but people are more important mm-hmm. than my opinion. And one of the things I, 
articulated to Michelle and I'm such an outward processor. So I wrote it down quickly. Um, yes, I can have an opinion and I don't need to necessarily hide it so that you feel better or that we can't then have a discussion. Like I'm not trying to say only listen. Um, but the posture I think that I'm taking most of the time is that I don't feel threatened when someone doesn't feel the same way as I do. And what I just wonder is if maybe sometimes that's what we're trying to do is we need to convince the other person. Yeah. And so there's possibly fear. Yeah. Sometimes I think that what I see is this coming out as anger, but I think that it's actually some fear that if we don't agree, we can't be friends. If we Mm -hmm. don't agree, then I assume you think this about me. Yeah. And what if, yeah, what if instead we were just curious and held space and wondered with each other and, and not, mm-hmm. yeah, not feel threatened just because we don't feel the same way. Yeah. There's never actually been a time in my life personally where I've had the opportunity to do this so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and to So much over a long period of time. So much. And it's, it's kind of, like you said, it's pretty heightened right now where, Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're discovering, you know, some close friends feel really differently on certain subjects. And can you still be friends? And, mm-hmm. um, can you openly discuss things? I think it's a wonderful opportunity. And I'm finding I'm yep. actually doing that in a few instances. I'm like, wow, is actually um, refreshing in a way, mm. although the conversations are sometimes hard or even listening is kind of hard sometimes, very hard actually, mm-hmm. not just mm-hmm. kind of. It can be, yeah. It's a really, I find mm-hmm. it a, a like a spiritual practice, this listening mm-hmm. without having to formulate my debate as an answer right. afterwards is is really a wonderful opportunity for me to mm-hmm. to be hospitable and compassionate and to learn to listen well. So I'm really appreciating the opportunity, although I don't always enjoy it. Right. Well, and do you know what? I mean, I don't know. We haven't shared every experience that we've had, but in my experience, I wonder if it's been for the same for you. If I held that space and I'm a good listener and I ask good questions, it defuses the defenses that are there. If I'm willing to lay down my defenses and not be threatened, mm-hmm. I notice the other person soften that, in other circumstances, I think that yeah. we would go toe to toe. And this is, I back to the being a good host. I think that's because it's an invitation for them to feel safe. Mm-hmm. That no matter, just about no matter what, as long as they're not being insulting <laughs> to right. me, that, that no matter, okay, like that's what's, that's what's going on for you. That's how you are experiencing um, the reality that we live in right now. Mine feels differently, mm-hmm. but that doesn't necessarily, I'm not in charge of reality. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think that that's maybe part of it too, is there isn't a reality that others experience that um, yeah. it's, it's different. And can, can we be willing to um, essentially sacrifice our reality as if it's right or the mm-hmm. only one? Right. So we also could change yeah. our minds. And what I what I find is an interesting challenge in these conversations, um, just kind of wrap this up, is yeah. that I love looking for a place of common ground mm-hmm. where, where we do agree. 
Yeah. And that's like kind of this really fun challenge so that you can end like a hard conversation on, okay, this is what we agree on. And this is Mm -hmm. why we're friends. This is why we're friends. This is why we can have this conversation. So. Yeah. Beautiful. And so, yeah, an unconventional way to think of hospitality Mm -hmm. and yet I think fits well with the the reality we all are experiencing, no matter what that reality plays out as this is what's going on in our world. So, yeah. Definitely. And then the last chapter, mm-hmm. here we are at the end. She sums it up so well. Christine says, trust or relearning trust in God is in many ways the end game of our journey. Mm-hmm. That this whole idea of trust, of being childlike. She says, childlike it, trust is special. It isn't earned it is instinctual. And so her whole book, I think, is about that, has been trying to kind of reorient us back to the childlikeness um, that these practices do up. But at the heart of that, at the heart of these practices is, is God the Father, a God we can trust. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, there, the whole book has, as I realized during the last chapter, been doing what Lexi and I love to do and what the podcast is really all about is giving opportunity to try on spiritual practices to enlarge your toolbox of different ways to be with God and for God to be with you. I was just looking at the, what do you call it? Like a index or appendix um, in the back where she lists all Mm, the practices. mm -hmm. I can't count this fast, but I'm pretty sure that there are like there's 13, 14 chapters and there's at least one to four practices per chapter that we <laughs> that we had the opportunity to play with in this book. And that is that's like what Lexi and I love. So <laughs> did, did all of these work for us or can we confess we didn't do them all? No, I didn't. No. Uh-uh. But no. some of them jumped out at us and some mm-hmm. of them were like, no doesn't fit us doesn't fit our season right later do you want to Mm -hmm. share the ones that you really or what really stood out to you in the entire book well yeah so the entire book to me what the whole thing was so um nourishing to my soul not only the content of the practices but the confirmation that what michelle and i do here on the podcast and beyond and my own faith as it is growing that there are these like-minded folks out there that Mm -hmm. see practices as more than just bible reading it's based in scripture um but it's not such a small box anymore and it just it just affirmed me um gave value to that in fact i'm not alone in seeing god and desiring to see god and in new ways and and the fun element was really mm-hmm. um gave me permission to continue that and so really um when mm-hmm. i look at the index of creative practices mm-hmm. it's from that first chapter that mm-hmm. question that has stuck with me and i believe will continue to stick with me with me is what about me gives god joy mm-hmm. and to choose practices that bring me joy, that that is valid, that what brings me joy actually brings God joy, mm. that he has pleasure when I'm, I'm delighting 
And um, yeah. that's, I think, pretty radical, actually. It is. It is. <laughs> I absolutely love that. That is the thing that will stay with me from this book as well. Mm-hmm. It kind of frames all the rest of the practices. Yep. So uh, yeah. for, for me, I loved the awe and wonder walk, the Visio Divina. Divina is really mm-hmm. special for me. Um, and the circling prayers and that Celtic practice of circle yeah. prayers is something that I got super curious about and I'm going to be reading more about and trying to try it on in my, mm-hmm. in my own time with God. And I'm just intrigued by it. So I loved Love learning it. new practices. It's something I'd vaguely heard about. But I was like, what is it about? And yeah. so I'm going to keep reading on that. And I love the opportunity to try that on. Awesome. Will you come back and share with us? Because oh, I'm super will. curious, too. <laughs> Maybe you can walk us through one. Yeah, okay, future episode. Yay. Yay. Future content. <laughs> All right. So All we right. hope you guys, if you, even if you haven't read this book, mm-hmm. we hope that you have been blessed by <laughs> our sharing about our verbal processing about the book. And, and we've walked you through some of the practices, too. So enjoy. And if you haven't, you can still read it. The Gift of Wonder by Christine Syme. Let us um, read this blessing. It's straight out of the book. Straight out of the book. Her final poem, Prayer Blessing. Let us speak it over you, our friends. It's called Embrace Trust. Draw your circle, Lord, around us like a cloak. Circle us with life and love and laughter. Circle us with light and joy and presence. Circle us with smiles and hugs and friendship. Draw your circle, Lord. Let it radiate light where there has been darkness. Mm. Let it birth joy where there has been despair. And let it preserve life where there has been death. Draw your circle, Lord, over all the creatures of your world. And let it bring wholeness and peace and unity. What a good one for these times we're in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Thanks for being with us here today, friends, and be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook, and maybe go to Apple Podcasts if you listen there and leave us a review. And for Mm -hmm. now, bye, Lexi. Bye, Michelle. Bye, Bye, friends. We hope you enjoyed this episode. You can find us on your favorite social media platform, Subscribe to listen in next time and don't forget to take a deep breath.